Welcome back to the Nationally Syndicated Price the Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business always. Love having on the program Barbara Comstock. She is a personal favorite, a longtime favorite. Uh, we always get great feedback every time she's on the program. Former uh, member of Congress, uh, back when Congress was more normal. Uh, we were just talking about that during the break. Uh, former Justice Department official. Uh, she's worked in some of the most important areas, in fact, on uh, government and government uh, issues and legislation. So always love having her on, and, and I really consider her a thought leader when it comes to technology and the law. And uh, a lot of that conversation these days, Barbara, focuses on the activities of the Federal Trade Commission. And they're a very, very controversial, it's weird to say this, right, very controversial uh, uh, chairman. That's something I haven't said much in my 20-plus years of being in radio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, yeah, Lena Khan is a controversial uh, chairwoman, and she had, I believe it was her first uh, hearing before the House Judiciary Committee last week. You know, there were a lot of fireworks uh, the day before with uh, Chris Ray, FBI director, as we discussed. That's for another day. But this was a, a, a bit more of a more traditional congressional oversight hearing. You know, there certainly were political aspects uh, to it also. But, you know, in, in the areas that we often discuss in the, in the tech space, um, you know, it was pointed out by a number of uh, the, the members in, in the hearings that uh, she's been 0 for 4 in her merger uh you know, in her cases, and um, most recently just with the Microsoft Activision uh, case uh, where um, a Biden appointee allowed that to uh, go forward. And, you know, she was asked about her philosophy of, you know, suing instead of settling or suing when really the facts aren't on her side. And I think there is developing a sense that She's bringing these cases on an ideological basis, sort of in a hope that, say, even though she loses, that she hopes these losses will spur Congress to change the law and or that she intimidates the businesses, you know, and she's sort of a martyr in, in doing this. But as was pointed out by a number of the members of Congress and their questioning, this is a, a waste of taxpayer money because this is not how the agency is supposed to operate. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. it. It's it's really quite bizarre. And she essentially owned that, didn't she? That, uh, you know, it was somewhat romantic in the way she was pursuing things. Yes, well, you know, she uh, pointed out, and a number of the Democrat members did, that she had worked on this very committee in, in, in making the case that a lot of the large, our, our large tech companies should be broken up. And so she, you know, as we've discussed before, she went – into the FDC, you know, with this mission, uh, a very ideological mission. And now when it comes to having that tested in courts and with the law, it is not working out so well. And as we've mentioned before, she's, um, you know, two uh, Republican commissioners have resigned as a result of, you know, their feeling that she's not following the rules at the FTC. Several senior officials have also resigned, and as was pointed out in the opening statement by the chairman, um, you know, the sort of just the morale at the FTC um, has gone down quite a bit. And, you know, as we've discussed, I represented a lot of federal employees and federal career employees 
you know, regardless of whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you know, they expect you to utilize their career experience and particularly in an area, uh, you know, at the, at the FTC and businesses and, you know, the consumer welfare standard, which has been the 40 year standard. You have all these economists that are there at the FTC. They expect you to use these, you know, experts that they have here. And instead she has consolidated much of the power within her office and, and not utilize that. And now it's showing in her um, in her losses, and uh, you know her one of her excuses was, well, we don't have enough money, and so she's asking for a bigger budget to kind of go after America's uh, uh, businesses. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot it makes makes sense in her world. <laughs> Doesn't make sense in reality. Which I mean, that that seems the development of these uh, alternative universes. By the way, it's pretty bipartisan. Uh, kind of strange ways of looking at things, a little Don Coyote-ish, I'd like to say, uh, when it comes to uh, dealing with issues. Um, yet, uh, I, I think the Santis' approach to Disney, for example, is it's too far and really doesn't fit in uh, to the larger scheme of uh, how those districts are supposed to work. At some point, courts are going to say, what's the, what's the objective criteria for you to do this to Disney, and, uh, you know, is it something that holds up with other districts? You know, and, and or uh, Joe Biden and his uh, trying to wipe out student debt by decree. There's a lot of this really, I think, insane policymaking that has never been done historically, and people think, well, at least you're trying, but you're trying it, they're trying at the expense of things that can be done legitimately. Because there is only so much time oh, a day. Cer- certainly, and and you do have businesses. You know, you you can have any type of, you know, if there's healthcare fraud out there, there's certainly scams going on da- out there that the FTC should be investigating and should be, you know, if if businesses are are doing things that need, you know, that the laws are already on the books that you need to go after. You know, there needs to be, you know, those are the kind of things you want to see done. So when you are instead reorienting an, uh, an entire agency you know, based on your ideology and losing, then you kind of have the worst of both worlds. You're not, you're doing anything for consumers um, and you are uh, wasting the taxpayer dollars. And I think wisely, uh, you know, you saw uh, you know, people, actually, uh, I think believe it's a freshman congressman from California, Representative Kiley, uh, pointed that out, um, that she had been losing those cases. And, you know, I, one of the members asked if she had ever run or worked in a small business. And, of course, as we know, the answer was no. Um, and uh, I think it was Daryl Issa, who, of course, was a businessman himself before being in Congress, um, asked her, I think, which was a pretty good question. It was something to the effect of, how is it you think you can predict the future of the marketplace when she's wanting to manage all of these businesses and break them up and make various claims about how they'll operate better if, you know, if government runs them in a more uh, detailed way? He said, you know, how do you think you can predict the future of the marketplace when you couldn't predict your own case losses? Which I thought was a pretty good question because, you know, you're you're supposed to be analyzing the data that you have there and, these uh, clearly, it's not just her own partisans who think she's not doing that well. It's the career staff and others who now are, um, you know, leaving the agency and, and having declining uh, morale. And then she's 
basically said, well, we don't mind losing. We, you know, if that, you know, might, might, I guess she thinks that might prod Congress to do more. But, you know, it, the problem is, you know, that you need to operate as an agency under the law, and we know what that current existing law is, yet we look down the road and, you know, she's, you know, one of the anticipated cases, um, certainly hope she won't be bringing it, but, you know, they, there keep being stories that she's, you know, wanting to bring this big antitrust case against Amazon, and that was, you know, one of the things that she worked on when she was at the House Judiciary Committee, and so that is sort of what she is building up to. And again, it's a very ideological case where she went in with a predisposition. And when you have that predisposition that you've made very clear, it's that much more important that you follow the rules, you use the experts within the agency, the career staff, and you have more sunshine on this process, which, again, members... um, Certainly the Republican members, who I think are getting back to doing more standard oversight in this in this matter, um, were concerned about the lack of sunshine. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, Jeff. And to me, it kind of shows her disconnect with the way a lot of the members on the GOP side are. When she threatens to keep doing stuff that ultimately aren't going to succeed, uh, you know, when I think about really the doctor knows, if you will, a lot of doctor knows on the Republican side who, who measure progress by things that weren't done rather than by what was done. You know, she could focus on legitimate role of the FTC and get some things done. Uh, as long as she's doing this, is actually advantageous to that huge block in the GOP who measures progress by things not being accomplished. Yeah. Well, and as you mentioned, there is bipartisan concern about this. I mentioned, you know, the um, uh, the group, you know, the Chamber of Progress, which is a center-left group, you know, has talked about, you know, I mean, from a political standpoint, how, you know, voters that identify as moderate conservative Democrats feel more positively toward tech than, you know, say, far left or far right. So those are the swing voters that you're talking about, and those are the people who – you know, decide elections. So just from a political standpoint, um, not to mention, you know, I mean, we're focused more on the legal here in our discussions, but uh, I think it's also um, when you look at, uh, you know, we want the economy to do well. Certainly uh, President Biden wants the economy to do well. He's the incumbent. So if he's running again, you you want it to do well. So, you know, we might want to listen to some of the center left voices also who are saying, hey, you know, Look at look at it from the standpoint of what's going to be good for business. And as some of these members pointed out, uh, the small business benefits from digital ads, you know, we know are, are very good. You know, the, um, the just the whole uh, technology helping small business is, is something that um, you know we've seen that grow over the past 20 years in a very positive way. So. Um, I think the Chamber of Progress that I would uh, refer your folks to take a look at, too, as well as NetChoice that I I work with, um, you know, highlight that both from a center-left and center-right standpoint, and that's where the majority of Americans, you know, when you ask them what's what's wrong out there, they're not telling you it's their Amazon Prime account or or their their technology, which allows them to work from all over the world and, you know, got us through a pandemic and allows them to get educated and, and, uh, and get 
products to people and, 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 you know, be able to have a productive workforce. Yeah, absolutely. So do you think that uh, based on what you, you said, uh, and I haven't seen the whole testimony, so I saw clips, um, I, it doesn't sound like it was a, a come-to-Jesus moment, if you will, for her, uh, that she is not going to be repentant or try to change focus. So do you see some hope maybe that, uh, that uh, she might have a slightly different approach forward? Well, I think you did, did see uh, – no, I, I think you know, she is, you know, she is going where she's going. What I think you've seen is you have um, more Republicans realize uh, that she is you – know, because you did have initially some Republicans who um, might have thought that they might agree with her on some things, and you still had a few that might mention some of that in the hearings, but I think more and more they're peeling off. Uh, Senator Tom Cotton – was critical of her uh, this week in a number of matters. And so I think you do see her losing uh, support because of her broad sort of assault on American businesses and and not and, and I think the dissatisfaction you're seeing within the agency and because, you know, with these two Republican commissioners who resigned as well as other senior career officials, I think you're seeing that um, regardless of where you are, maybe on tech issues or philosophically, you're seeing that this agency isn't being run well, and that's not good for business, particularly if, you know, you're probably center right as we are and want to see, you know, businesses do well in this country. And we understand that a lot of our tech businesses are what drive the economy. And certainly if you look at the market every day, you certainly see that's, uh, that is what is uh you know, keeping our economy going very strong. Well, it sounds like your dog fervently disagrees with us, but uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you're right. I, it's interesting to watch. You know, I sit there and I hear that Biden's a moderate. We hear that all the time, right? He's one of the last moderate Democrats. Blah blah blah. I hear that, and then we see someone like her, who's who's clearly radical in her approach. You know, and. I'm wondering if, if she was a, a mistake that was appointed uh, by people who said, hey, it's a relatively minor position, but when we get beat up on by progressives for not having more progressive people on our team, we can point to her. I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out, even figure her out. Well, I, I think you've seen that both, you know, people have started noticing both at the FTC and at the SEC with Gary Gensler, you're seeing this pattern with, with both of them where they're overreaching you know, from the agency standpoint, and um, you're seeing bipartisan criticism of him also and frustration that it's really not at all consistent with that, you know, more moderate, um, uh, more moderate Democrats who are pointing that out, saying that, you know, this isn't consistent with what a lot of, you know, centrist Democrats want want to see the president doing. And I I don't think it serves them well because I don't think it really uh, fits what um, you know is good for the economy and what um what the president said he was going to run on so i think it would be better to you know move back to you know move away from some of these things and and i think fortunately the, the i think the republican oversight to the extent it focuses on the process and making and and now highlighting that you know she isn't following the process that you know there needs to be more sunlight there that they need to you know they are subpoenaing documents and, and getting information um, from her on how, how these 
actions have been taken and some of her, you know, predispositions on these things that, you know, we need to, that needs to be looked at more carefully. Yeah, absolutely. Barbara Comstock, always love having you on the program. Final thoughts as we wrap it up. Well, I, as always, I would just uh, uh, have you uh, take a look at, um, you know, netchoice.org, which uh, tracks all these issues, but also uh, take a look at uh, Chamber of Progress, which looks at them um, from the progressive, you know, center-left side. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, as we've discussed many times, really from the dawn of sort of the 90s and technology advancement, this was always something that was bipartisan, and I think uh, it helps our country and our economy if it continues to be so. Yeah, I agree with you on that, and I appreciate you uh, bringing a broad spectrum of resources because there's so much more agreement than we want to give credit for, and instead we're constantly fighting over stuff that we'll never agree on. It's mind-boggling to me, so thanks for bringing that up. Uh, Barbara Comstock, love having you on. I am Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business.